Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're doing something a bit different. It's going to be just a free-form conversation about my recent excursion adventure I went on, finding my roots. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, this will be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, nice to have you back. It's episode 122. Yes. Uh, we are truly back. The boy is back in town. I am back in town. Uh, if you, you might have, actually, maybe none of you noticed because who really cares when we're not around? But uh, true. we uh, were off last week because Alex was on a trip and, you know, because sometimes we want to take some time off. But, yeah. we're, but we're back. We are back. With a vengeance. So yeah, we, we, are, we are here. We are. Um, <laughs> we're here. We're here. And uh, we've got, yeah, we've got like a, some fun conversation coming up for you. But first, we've got a lot of uh, updates and news and what have you. So uh, take it away. We do. Uh, a big special thanks to the really, f- uh, really super kind five-star reviews from Jack Jack Global and Little Star Scar, which I love the names. <laughs> Little Star Scar. Uh, they both left really, really sweet uh, five-star reviews. And... Um, listeners like you can also leave us one if you'd like to. Yeah. It, I, again, we, we never get tired of, of, of listening to the, cause the, the fact that you took time out of your day to write anything is, uh, really nice and we appreciate it. And it, you know, it's fun. And it, you know, it just boosts our confidence, you know, makes us feel happy about our lives right. and our decisions that we've made. We are attention whores. So we need the, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, no, but anyways, speaking of, uh, there was no transition because I was not speaking anything related to this. I tried. Right. I, guys, I tried for this transition. You tried it. It it's didn't, okay. didn't work. So, you know, we can't hit every time, Jeff. No. I just want to say hi. And Alex as well. I'm sure. Hi. I'm sure he's also nice. Hi to uh, new listeners in the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago, Tunisia, and Azerbaijan. Uh, we've noticed that in the past month or two that we've had a big increase in downloads from these specific countries. So if you are from these countries, Welcome. Welcome to the show. And you know, go ahead and send, send us a message and explain why you're listening to us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm it, really interested to, to know. They're, they're, they're very far away from America or and Germany. Germany. Yeah, exactly. And we're a very specific niche podcast where, you know, obviously most people listening are American or German yeah. or at least living in America or in Germany. So I'm interested in why uh, some of these, you know, Western Asian and African countries are coming to listen to us. I mean, welcome. I'm happy no, to have you. I know. And, and yeah, I mean, we have listeners from South Korea, like all over. But I think what it comes down to is me and Alex still don't understand why anyone listens to our podcast. Right. Yeah. I mean, so yes. like, and so if you see like downloads from Germany, even then we're like, mm, what's that all about? But, <laughs> but, but anything outside of Germany or US, we're like, really, what is that about? So like, yeah, just send us a message. We'd love to talk to some of you guys and just see what's see what's going on. Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, and also, um, congrats to Greta. Now, this is uh, somebody who joined our last meetup in Berlin. And won an AGW branded whiskey glass. The only one in existence. The only one in existence yes. she has. She won it, yeah. Because Jeff and I, we, you and I, we don't have one. We, we literally don't, yeah. I'm don't actually really jealous of her. I, me too. I don't now, know how we gave it away. <laughs> we just kept it. And not only did she come to our meetup, well, it turned out that she was going to be one of your new colleagues and is one of your new she colleagues. Is, yeah, we worked together. At, at your school. Um, pretty cool. And, um, the reason I want to say congrats to her is cause, uh, like a week or so ago I was at a party, uh, and was talking with her and she had mentioned that she had finally found her permanent home, you know, an actual apartment of her own where she is Amazing. on the lease. She is the only person on the lease. And she said, she said she wanted to tell me because we talked on the podcast a few times about sometimes it's difficult. Like you live in Germany for years and you don't, you feel don't quite feel fully comfortable. You know, you can't quite mm-hmm. find that more permanent type home, home feeling, you know? And so she wanted to tell us like, Hey, I actually found that. And That's awesome. after only, I guess, what, a few months that she's uh, yeah, been living been, here. Yeah. So anyways, congrats, Greta. That's really Congratulations, awesome. Congratulations, Greta. That's awesome. Um, see you at the next party. <laughs> and shifting gears to a bit of a chillier gear. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't make, you go, gears don't get cold. You, you just said it to said it's chill. <laughs> set this gear to okay. chill. Let's do no Mr. Freeze uh, puns from, <laughs> okay. from Batman and the Robin the best, yeah. I love it. Uh, the cold weather is here, Jeff, as you know. You can feel it. I mean, you can feel it on your skin, you know, in your bones. Just that's how weather, weather works. Yeah. You just feel it. The air is just literally all around you. Uh, it's wild, right? Yeah. So before everyone, you start turning on your heaters in your German home or apartment. Beware that gas and electricity prices this winter are going to like skyrocket to be easily two to three times of what they more. are normally. I don't know. We don't yeah. know, right? Due to the uh, 
obviously the war in Ukraine, a situation with the Russian gas supplies uh, that has resulted. If you want a better idea of what your increased costs are going to look like, contact your electricity and heating suppliers. They're legally, I didn't know this either, but they're legally obligated to tell you what they will be charging, even though they will not be sending you the bill until after the end of the new year. Right. So if you have like Vattenfall, for example, that's a big one in Which Berlin. Which most people have, yeah. Um, that supplies, like you can call them or log in, you know, email them, whatever. And um, they have to tell you, like, it can't be a surprise that in a year they find out. So, but do I mean, they, they will not inform you without you asking. Do so, they uh, take email? Is that a thing? Maybe, but it'd be like I'd half, be surprised. The, half the time they respond <laughs> and those responses will be like two months late or something. Considering it's a giant German company, I'd be surprised if they, uh, they take email. Yeah. Okay. So, ju- yeah. So send, I, send them something in the post. Send them a little nice message from maybe that's their kind of from their, Hallmark. <laughs> that's their way around it. Like Hope you're well. They're le- legally obligated to inform you, but that's only if you can get in touch with them. So uh, they're like, "Ooh, good thing we have horrible customer service." Yeah, right. Good luck asking us questions. It's actually pretty brilliant. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's just look out. Prices are going up. So you know, maybe wear that extra that extra blanky around your your shoulders oh, yeah, we've, of, we've been blanking it up um like a few weeks ago when it was really cold before, yeah you know getting cozy yeah uh yeah it was it was cold yeah we, we have an extra duvet downstairs under our couch and then we now when we chill on the couch we just have this extra duvet on top of us because i guarantee like, you in like a few weeks it's just gonna stay on the couch It'll be part of your well, couch no, that that actually that happened for like a week but then I was, the couches looked awful all the time. So finally I was like, yeah, hey, could we just put it under the couch? We have some couch storage. Hey, I feel you, man. Yeah. I, I like a tidy apartment. Same. Another thing that we haven't talked about in a while, you know, speaking of chill, uh, this will <laughs> give, this information will give you the chill. This, I'm not even going to try. Uh, we, <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, let's go. Now we haven't talked about um, COVID on the podcast in a long time because, you know, for the longest time, for months, years, quite literally, it was every episode we're talk we're giving yeah shit COVID updates and then finally a few months ago we just decided we're like we're we're done we don't want to talk about it anymore right done so we haven't talked about it in a long time so let's, let's give a little update here it's worth mentioning that the daily infection rate has recently been rising rapidly in Germany wonderful um, as we're moving into autumn now the government warns a new COVID wave is afoot is coming. Um, ec- experts in Germany have said that they expect most people in Germany to experience some form of COVID in the coming months. So they expect almost all Germans to receive COVID in the next coming months. Uh, A mild form, at least, regardless of the fact that you're vaccinated. Now, Germany is about 76% vaccinated. Again, after three years, 76 is not really... That's crazy. That, that great. I, I feel like we're at 76, like on the first few weeks having the COVID vaccine yeah, we, went we out. We did, yeah. But remember we said like, it was like a few months into the vaccination. Okay, whatever, whoever wanted to get vaccinated... It's is, done. Or, it's done. Yeah, exactly. So obviously they haven't changed a lot of minds in the next two years after no. that. Um, but anyway, so um, numbers are up. I think the incident rate nationally is almost 600, which is crazy. Remember when we were talking about like 50 being high? Yeah. Um, but the feather in Berlin's cap is that for like one of the first times ever, Berlin <laughs> is not one of the states with the highest infection rate. In fact, its daily numbers are almost half the national average, a little bit more than the national average. So Germany, Berlin is doing pretty well. The problem That's state, weird. The problem states currently are Bavaria, uh, the state of Turing, Hesse, and the Zarland. I mean, really? I, I know it's not the Zarland, but I was for some Zarland. I always feel like I want to say the Zarland. It just sounds more. Like, it sounds like a Russia, like the Zarland, because they have Zars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those are the top four. So, anyways, um, I'd say be careful, but yeah, I don't know. Live your life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, do be careful. <laughs> wear a mask, and where you supposed to? Yeah, but, but I mean, currently the only place you know. have to wear a mask is on trains. So, but but Berlin has been talking. They're going to have a discussion next week whether you have to wear masks again in stores and all indoor public spaces again. So I mean, they probably might, should. That might happen. So not that um, bad. Yeah. Um, other news. We got a lot of news today. We're newsing it up. I feel like Walter Cronkite. Well, dude, when you're gone for like two weeks, man, Shit happens. a lot happens. Yeah. Uh, two museum operators in Berlin have won a battle in the Berlin courts, Ooh. which will now allow them to place a destroyed Russian tank from the war in Ukraine in front of the Russian embassy in Berlin. Yes. That's wild. However, the museum owner says it won't happen anytime soon, as since it's Germany, there'll be still lots of paperwork and organization to be done first. But that is a pretty cool move of protest. Yeah, well, it's just like, oh, hey, here's your tank back. You know, like uh, apparently people have already done this in a few other um, Berlin. uh, uh, I keep going up a little one level. European world (laughs) galaxy. (laughs) No, in in other European capitals, they've placed destroyed Russian tanks in front of the Russian embassies. And... um, yeah, initially Berlin said no, 
And they took him to court and finally they're like, all right. And so like they, they're, um, what are you to court for? Like, what's the case? Well, like they, they, they applied for permission to put the tank there and the court said no. Yeah. So they, so I'm, I'm saying, what, what do you go to a lawyer for and say, I need, I have a case against Berlin. Well, it, it comes down to like, I think it's the same kind of permit you get when you're like, okay, I, I want a permit to protest or I want a permit to have a hot dog stand. Like, it's that kind of thing. Like, it's just, I, uh, you, okay. you're asking for legal permission to play something on a public Which usually they grant. So, yeah. Um, I'd assume. I don't know. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, they, 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 they've won the court battle. But yeah, he said, he's like, oh, it won't happen for several months because uh, he, he actually it was a good joke. He's like, he's like, Germany doesn't even want to send tanks to Ukraine. So they're not going to make it easy for me to import one from Ukraine. That's it's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. Uh, but anyways, but, but now he knows it can legally happen. So they're working on it. Yeah. And uh, thank you to my mom, Rosemary. Thanks, Rosemary. Uh, she sent us a pretty sweet donation recently, which has um, helped paid for the whiskey we're about to drink and for the whiskey for the next few shows. So uh, pretty cool. Wonderful. Thank you, Rosemary. And uh, while thanking her, I want to say thank you again to everyone who's donated to us over the past couple of years, because you are probably one of the only reasons why we are still going. Like yeah. you, you helped uh, pay for all our production costs, uh, which are not nothing. And it helps us to keep giving you guys content. So yeah, I mean, without it, we'd be done a long time ago. We're coming yeah. up on year three now. How? I don't know. It's weird because we started right when the pandemic started and that we're still in this freaking thing. I, I know. More or less. So crazy. Uh, anyways, should we move on to the whiskey? Sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. So today, um, again, guys, you're not getting a pop. I just get used to it. Uh, we have, yeah, actually, cause what we have, I think for the next month, they'll be, they'll be popless. Yeah. The small so I'm not going to mention anymore. There's no more pops. I'll still be I'll, Maybe, you know, maybe we'll have some dope twists. I don't know. Let's find out. That would be a twist. But this one's not metal. This one's plastic. This is plastic. Maybe it sounds cooler. I don't know. Let's see. All you ASMR folk, let me know what sounds better. <laughs> uh, this is Balcones Texas Rye 100 proof rye whiskey. And a small bottle. So that's all I have for it. But um, we like rye. Jeff is it is, actually from Texas? I don't know. Um, I could tell you like a Texas style rye distilled in Waco, Texas. Yeah. Ooh, Waco. Mm. Mm. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm open it. <laughs> no, it's worse. Yeah, that was terrible. It's worse than the metal one. Wasn't worth it. Maybe a nice pour. Wow. And this is a tiny bottle. He stretched that pour, uh, quite a bit. I just turned it straight upside down and just, you know, bubbling up. Let me take a little smell right. while he's pouring his. Ooh, doggy, that's a rye. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a hundred proof, so it's fifty percent alcohol too. Ooh, a little bit, a little bit spicier than normal. Now I think we're both excited because um, the past month or so we've kind of just had Highland scotches, and yeah, I feel like I would never say I can get sick of scotch, but I'm kind of sick of scotch. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, oh, I can smell it from. I'm here. not gonna say all scotches taste the same but on average every 30 euro bottle of highland scotch that you get is going right. to taste roughly like the other 30 euro I mean, highland but like not in a bad way it's just you just get bored after a while right if, if we were getting you know 60 80 year old bottles like back in our heyday they were very different <laughs> yeah very and varied yeah very now, varied we've been getting you know these these smaller bottles at least 30 to 40 euro bottles and it's all it's i don't know it's they're it's all fine. fine they're all fine they're all fine but, but so having a rye Something it's different. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And, and a little uh, American whiskey. It's been a while. Yeah. Cheers. America. Oh, yeah. That's different. That's good. Mm. That's strong. It's mm. a lot of things. Oh, oh yeah. There's a burn. Okay. So, right. Jeff. It's a party in my mouth. I am. Well, uh, <laughs> before we get started, I totally well, forgot. Yeah. That, uh, as I said before, if you want to give us a five-star review, we always appreciate it. We look at them. We love them. Yeah, great. But you don't have to. There's many things you can do with your life, and that's not one of them you have to do. No, you could go on to Kayak and uh, do some research on your upcoming trip to Crete. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you could do that. You could go on top of a mountain and see if there's still snow up top. Right. And, and you'd be surprised that even in the summer, sometimes there is. Exactly. Um, but again... You could do those things, but if you don't want to do those things, you could write us a five-star review. We love them. Also, uh, check out our website. It's agdwpodcast.com. Many say it's the greatest website in the whole world, but, you know, I don't know. I never heard it. I mean, we actually got, and this was a literal message the other day where they had stated 
they said congrats on the best website in the world. So See? um I don't it's, know where they it's, it's no I mean, longer it's no longer murmurs. It's not that, murmurs. that was a direct it's message to us. I mean, and no, that's their words, not ours. What what is it called when a murmur turns into a a, a fulmer? I the mean, grape you know. has grown from the grapevine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't put any words in anyone's mouth. That just came original to us. So no, no, I mean, we would never make up a, a fake. Uh, I would never imply something's better than it is. No, I mean that's that's just that's immoral. Awful. That's just that's not our style, right? I mean, but let's check out the best Instagram page in the world, which is at Americans.in.Germany.podcast. <laughs> and, you know, there's Instagram stuff on there. Absolutely. You can see some uh, pictures of our little mushroom picking walk in the uh, Tegler Forest the other day. Yeah, that's that's fun to look at. Yeah. So um, you can see Alex looking at a tree. I, I did. I looked, I looked at a tree. Quite literally. So anyways, big. enjoy. Um, yeah. Now we're, you know, so I'm looking at the computer right now and we always have at least like a little bit of notes or something to look at. But right now we don't. We're just riffing. So I'm just gonna keep the sentence going for as long as I can. Yeah, well, the, the reason is like there's a lot. There's a lot going on, and I, I think the first thing we have to start with is you just went on a uh, pretty cool trip yes, to Italy. I did, and you really kind of researched your roots while you were there, and I think that's an interesting story. Yeah, man, I left that trip with my heart very, very full. Mm. Um, how unfull was it when you went to Italy? <laughs> <laughs> like, how much of a top up did you need? <laughs> It was, it was like a part of the heart I didn't know needed filling, but oh, now it's full. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I want, me and Bobby wanted to go on a trip for a long time because uh, in the summer we didn't, we didn't go outside of Germany. We wanted a trip with you, which was lovely. Yeah. We wanted it to was go, like, hard out. to travel this summer. And yeah. the summer was crazy. So we're like, let's go in the autumn. So we were looking forward to it. I wanted to go for two weeks to Cuba, but I couldn't get two weeks off of work. So I only got a week. So we said, let's finally do our road trip to Italy we've talked about for a few years now. Yeah. And I, I had been to Italy a few times where I've been to Rome, I've been to Florence and a few other little cities around, um, in Tuscany. Ooh. So this time we're just like, let's get a car and drive and just see what we want to hit do. those spots in between the big cities that people Ex don't really go to. Yeah. That's exactly it. Cool. Uh, yeah. So we landed in Venice and right when we landed, Bobby looks at me and she's like, Oh, Alex, I, I messed up big. <laughs> I was like, what can be messed up? We're here. All we need is get the car. He's like, right. <laughs> this is the problem. Uh, the car is in the other airport in Venice. Oh, God. Not this one. So we call the place and we ask if we can get the car in this current airport. And they're like, nah. Actually, you, I mean, this is an important uh, like life lesson. Yes. Is, is a lot of these, uh, I mean, not Berlin anymore, but for the longest time, Berlin also had three airports. Yeah, Venice London has like four. Has four, like all these, all these, especially because like the um, the discount airlines they fly into a different airport than than the, the exactly the air, airlines. So I would say, yeah, be aware which airport you're flying <laughs> into um, and which car you're booking your rental from. Yeah. So I mean, this is a whole ordeal. So I, I'm not making fun of it. I'm, I'm just saying, like, no, it's, no. It's, I mean, it's, it's a good lesson to it's learn. An honest because, mistake, and yeah, it happens exactly. Uh, so we were waiting for the cabs. There's no cabs coming. We call a cab company. Like, yeah, someone's gonna come. Someone's getting a cab. We're like, can we ride with you? And she's like, yeah, I'm not going far. And so we had to drive like about 35 minutes to the other airport before. 10 o'clock when it closed. We got there like 9.45. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, so it's like you're landing in the, evening, in the night then. Yeah, okay, yeah, because yeah. I was at the work. Um, so then, of course, <laughs> we, <laughs> we get to the booking place. We booked the car and we ordered, you know, a Fiat 500 or similar, of course. It's, it's like that Seinfeld episode. You know, you can take the reservation. Anyone can take a reservation. It's a holding yeah, reservation. Hold the reservation. Which is so true. Yeah. And so Bobby's talking to the guy and then he's like, sign this paper here that says the car's all good. And Bobby's like, right, but can I see the car first? Then no, I just send the paper. So I'm not going to send the paper until I see the car's actually good. Then I'll send the paper. Yeah, like the, the whole point is that you're trying right. to prove that the condition is good. Like, no, just, try, and, just, just trust me. It's good. Like, it's the guy's good. arguing with her. He's like, no, no, no. You just sign it right now and then you get the car. He's like, I'm not going to sign that the car is in good shape unless I see the car is in good shape. Because then you're wondering how beat up is this car that he's pushing this on me now? Right, like, are we getting scams? Like, yeah. It wasn't like Europe car. It was a small little car company. So I was like, all right, I'll go outside. I'll find the car. He showed me like the license plate number. I was like, Fiat 500? He's like, yeah. So I go out. I'm looking around. No Fiat 500. And then it's like this SUV looking car. And that's the license plate that I look at. And it looked fine, but like it was not a Fiat 500. It was but a did big he, car. But did he explain why when you said Fiat 500, he said yes? I think this guy was really new at his job. I don't even know oh, much okay. what he was doing. 
Uh, no, he, he just heard the word Fiat, and, and he's like, "Yeah, that's a that's an Italian it, car." It's nothing against him. He was just trying to do his job. Yeah. Uh, I just think it was very new because he, he had to keep keep calling people to figure out answers. Uh so okay, yeah, so maybe yeah, it's like first week on the job or something. Or, I think yeah. so. So we got this car, and it was something called a uh, DR, and I was like, "Oh, what is that?" The brand you mean? DR was the brand. Ooh, yeah, I've heard of that. So I looked it up. I was like, "It's oh, uh, an Italian automaker." And I was like, "Oh, cool." It's like that rebrands Chinese cars. Like, ah, oh. not as cool. <laughs> but it was a nice little car. We named it Big Ben because it's a big, 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 bigger, which yeah. is not a kind of car you want to drive around Italy in. No, I understand why you wanted a Fiat 500 so you could park anywhere and get through these kind of like tiny roads through these villages, you know? Right, like, yeah. exactly. And like when we when we go on road trips on Google Maps, we always do avoid tolls and avoid highways. Mm. So we just ride through all the small side streets and scenic, the scenic route. The scenic route, which is great in theory. It's actually great when you're doing it, but sometimes, you know, when you're driving through the Alps and you have tiny little roads and you look over the edge of the road, there's a cliff going, you know, 500 meters to death. And there's no guardrail. A, yeah, a small car yeah. would uh, be nice. So we got the car. We finally drove to our hotel. Another shit show. Thought I had parking. Didn't have parking. Had to go to garage for like 22 year old a day. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. This is right outside of Venice. And then we wake up the next morning and I find out that our Airbnb just, the, the, the Airbnb just canceled. Wait, the, 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 the next Airbnb you're going to? No, no. The one we're currently in. How can you, if when you're physically in a house, how can you, they cancel your stay in that they, house? They cancel my stay, Jeff. Okay, so you just woke up and you're like, Bobby, we're canceled. Yeah, that's what I'm like, we're, we're, we got canceled. <laughs> but then what do you do? Like, oh, should we leave or what's good? Yeah. And it was funny because on our uh, walls was a picture of Martin, Steve Martin. As you, as you do. As you do. And next to him was a picture of uh, Kevin Spacey. Mm. Speaking of getting canceled mm. and just being a total person. So uh, I understand the Steve Martin. I mean, because I mean, I think you and I also have posters of Steve Martin on our walls. You know, I mean, of course, I love putting pictures of celebrities um, on my wall. You know, everyone respects Steve Martin, but yeah, I don't know, Kevin Spacey, they might want to place that with maybe a um, Martin, Martin Shorter. I don't know. It was that. honestly not the best. It was actually, it was, right, it was a shitty place. It was not very nice, but I booked it for the first night because I thought it'd just be something quick and easy. First two nights, actually. Um, so then I, you know, I went down to the owner and I was like, hey man, it's canceled. And he's like, call Airbnb. I was like, you call Airbnb. This is not was my problem. Was he not surprised? It was just like, yeah, it's canceled. Uh, I mean, he's like, oh, it's happening to a few guests. I'm like, that's not helpful to me. I don't care. I'm just trying yeah, to enjoy why, my vacation. Why am I canceled? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we called Airbnb and we just like put through a ring and a ring and it's keep going and going and going. And Airbnb is like, well, we can find you a place to stay in Venice because we're outside of Venice because you mm. can't have a car in Venice. Yeah. And it's way cheaper. That was for like 600 euro one night. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, we're like, yeah, but we don't want to stay there because we'll let us spend our entire vacation budget on one night. Yeah. Well, I guess they said they would pay for it, I guess. I don't really know. But nope. either way, like mm. we we're going to head out. It, it just didn't make any sense. And so the owner wants us to pay in cash. I was like, I'm not paying in cash. To continue to stay there, you mean? Right. No, because then you don't have the protection of, of Airbnb. Or exactly. We're yeah. expensive to Airbnb and they just didn't care. So I'm still talking to Airbnb right now. And I, nothing's crap. been yeah. solved. It's a week later. Nothing's been solved. So um, I'll say it out loud. I'm never using Airbnb ever again because they've been dicking us around this whole time. And he offers a 24-year-old voucher is what they offered us. And I guess it got suspended. It got canceled because the owner of the Airbnb is suspended from Airbnb. For reasons. For reasons. I don't know. Yeah. But that's their problem again. And why were you allowing me to book it in the first place? Yeah, and and they they abandoned us. They pretty much just abandoned us. Which and again, it's like it's your first day there. You're ju you're on you're on vacation mo uh, yeah, man. mode, and you wake up and like that's really stressful. Something like that, yeah. like you know, and and that 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 does put a bad taste in your mouth for the whole trip, like or, or at least exactly. for, the, for the next couple of days. So it's like it's twenty four. They you could, they really got to like bend over backwards more to to help you out. I mean, cause that that's, we, we talked to three different people and again, I'm talking to a supervisor right now and he's like, mm -hmm. now he's offering like 60 euro and I'm like, dude, now it's over. But the problem is like, we spent three hours on the phone on our first day of holiday when we only had mm -hmm. one day in Venice to hang out yeah, yeah, yeah. and we wasted three hours. We were up at 10 in the morning, ready to go out to explore the whole day. Exactly. Yeah. And we weren't out in the house until like 12 or one o'clock. It was ridiculous. That sucks. But now, anyways, but first world problem. But I want but I want to ask what your thoughts on Venice were because as I've stated I think a few times on the podcast, yeah. I think it's one of the most overrated places in Europe. Not not cuz it's a bad place and not cuz sure. it's not beautiful. It's not fun to go to. It's just um people have it in their mind like, "Oh, I'm going to go to Venice. I'm going to spend a week in Venice." Yeah. But but I've gone to Venice 
two or three times. And each time I've never found more than a day's worth of things to do just because it is so small. And yeah, you walk around and yeah, the beautiful canals, but then it's like once you've seen one canal, you've kind of seen them all, you know, and there's not really that yeah, much sure. to do. So I'm, I'm wondering what your experience was uh, hanging out so, there. So like I said, we'd, we'd one day we want to spend in Venice because I knew it's not a very big city. I knew there's not a lot to see. Like, yeah. you know, I've heard this many times. So we actually skipped Venice first and went to uh, Burano, which is a little island near it. How, and, like how far can you see it from Venice? Like if, if you uh, looked out over, over the water? Probably. I mean, it was three ferries from the mainland. Three ferries? Yeah. So like, so yeah, mean, like so, from one island to one island? So to Venice, one? we're on Venice. We took a ferry to one island. No, two ferries. To one island and another ferry to Burano. Okay. And, and what made you want to go there? Had you heard that this was a good place to check out? Or? Uh, yeah, because Burano is really small. It's also a bunch of canals. But it's really, really tiny. And every house is really brightly colored. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yellow, it's red, it's oh, purple. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So we just thought it'd be a great photo opportunity. And it was like a cute little town. So we went there for, I don't know, two, three hours, not long. And after we went to Venice. And uh, I got to say, I liked Venice a lot. Uh, I would never spend a week there because it is small. But uh, it's beautiful to walk around. Got a lot of great yeah. photos, a lot of great restaurants and stuff. But um, I like these little snack bars. They have oh, Italy. true. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love that. Uh, some really nice, beautiful. It's, it's just like it's, it's unbelievably gorgeous when you're walking around. It, it is, and that, that's that's not why I said it's overrated because like it is gorgeous. But did you feel like okay, a day, a full day is kind of like enough to kind of get the get the I, I, yeah? And the we, gist. we didn't have a full day. We probably spent what six, seven hours in it, and I think that was. Good. I think a whole day would have been nicer, of course, because if we didn't go to Burano, we would have had all day. But I think one, maybe two days in Venice, and, and you can you can pop it out of there. Yeah, and I think also because the people who live in Venice like have a very poor relationship with tour, like they hate tourists because yeah, fair. It's, it's a small city of like what is it like fifty thousand or less or something like that, and and tourists, of course, just it's like a hundred thousand. And, and it's physically small, and the tourists, yeah, the tourists are twice as many, and they just overrun it. So I can so like I don't know. I'm there. I feel like I feel like ah, I'm really helping to ruin people's lives who actually live here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I no, for sure. I mean, luckily, uh, this is why I love doing holidays around Europe in October because especially down South, because you know, it's, it's still warm weather. The weather yeah. was like 25, 26 degrees the whole time. It was beautiful. Perfect. Yeah. And there's not a lot of tourists and things are cheaper. Shoulder, so actually, shoulder season, baby. Yeah. It, it was the best. So, uh, I can only recommend if you're going to go travel in Europe, do it in October. If, well, if you're going to be a little more South, cause obviously up North going to be cold, but a little more, if you're in Spain or Italy or Portugal, something like that. Southern France, whatever, go in October. It's great. And even in September, because by September, people are, most people are back in school. So, right. so the amount of families traveling goes exactly nosedive. So, yeah. So we saw a lot of couples, a lot of older folk. Uh, it was nice. Yeah. And then um, we decided to go up north to uh, the, the Dolomites, which are part of a mountain range, part of the Alps. Okay. And they look very different than the Alps, the Dolomites. They're very rocky and like, I don't know, they're, they're very different looking. And, and depending on where the sun is, sometimes they look like purple and orange and like they're beautiful. So I went up there where it was cold, obviously, and just did a few hikes, stayed in the mountains. I was in beautiful lakes and vistas and uh, speaking German everywhere because it's kind of like it's northern Italy. So it's more like Austria. Yeah. Well, you said it was, it's a Zutirol area, right. which which uh, used to be part of Germany back in the day. Exactly. Um, they lost it in uh, World War One. Uh, but but yeah, like a lot of the, they, they still have a lot of like the culture and language. Yeah, of, of it's more like the further you drive north, the signs start switching to Italian and German and the architecture just looks like straight up Austria. Yeah. It's not like Italy anymore. So we stayed there for a night, which was just amazing to some hikes the next day. And then went more west, stopped at a lot of little coastal towns on the way down. And then we stayed in some medieval town near San Gimignano, which is amazing. We, you know, we went to just so many different areas that it's honestly hard to remember all the names of the places. But uh, everywhere is beautiful. I mean, it's Italy. And we went to the town where the guy who wrote Pinocchio lived. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. And, and I saw some pictures where you were kind of just uh, having like brunch overlooking kind of like and endless, yeah. endless, uh, you know, wine vineyards, you know, well, fields of, of grapes. That, and- that was in Tuscany near San Gimignano. That's the thing about driving through Italy, man. Like, you know, you drive through Germany or like Northern Europe. It's a lot, it's, it's still pretty. It's really pretty. A lot of great views, but totally. a lot of it's just uh, it's farm. It's a lot of farms and green grass and trees. Yeah, yeah, sure. But you drive through Italy, you go up north. And we're just driving, snaking through the Alps and these tiny little roads. Sometimes dark and like scary. Yeah, but like. Just unbelievable, you know. You're driving sometimes like 1,500 meters high in the air. You don't even realize it. Cause you know, there's valleys, and you see all these random houses peeking out of. You're like, how do you live there? How do you drive there? 
Like, how do you get internet? Does Amazon come here? Yeah. We had so many questions. We were like, okay, so say you need like a, you need a carton of milk. Like, yeah. is that like a one hour, like, I guess it, you have it, your own cow. I don't endurance know. Endurance trip for this person. You know, like, yeah, you, you, I mean, you look around, you're like, this would be an absolutely beautiful location to, right. li- to live, but the logistics. logistics of living there sound impossible. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's crazy. And, and also, isn't it insane how much colder it gets? Just this, the slightly higher elevations yeah, you go. You know absolutely. what I mean? Like I, I'm, I had one time where I was in Switzerland and it was summer. And so we had just um, like a t-shirt on, whatever, mm-hmm. pants, like not, no jacket, no nothing. And we were like, and where we were near this large Swiss mountain, I think, I think it's the Jungfrau. If I don't remember exactly. We were in Interlaken and we were like, hey, let's take the train up to the top or whatever. So we go to the top and then we get to the top. And yeah, exactly what you said before. There's snow everywhere and it's freezing and it's like, 30 degrees colder yeah. and we're literally like just shaking like oh god we're not prepared we're not prepared and and what's wild about the mountains up there if you see some lakes i don't know what it is about i saw it in switzerland as well when i was there a few years ago is the water is like turquoise like actually i love it yeah it's, it's, it's insane i think it's from all the like sediment and minerals and stuff in there be. yeah it's uh it's it's really it's be, it's gorgeous it's, it's insane and then you know so we went to that and then down to the other areas especially through you know getting down from the mountains but i realized there, there's mountains everywhere in italy it's, it's northern there's mountains everywhere even down in tuscany it's just a bunch of rolling hills and mountains and again you you pass these these or you go through the these old literally medieval like this place was built in year 500 you know like yeah. crazy uh cities and I always think every time I see these, like now they have electricity and plumbing and Wi-Fi and everything. Like, how do they do this? How I don't understand it. Yeah. And like, do they like do, literally does Amazon come deliver here on the top of this mountain, this tiny little medieval town? I mean, they must, right? I mean, they, I don't know. They have they have to get their mail too, right? I mean, I mean, mail, yeah, but like, yeah. I, I I don't know, dude. Do they nothing? We had so many logistical questions about how <laughs> to live in so many parts of Italy that I don't understand still. If any of you guys live in. Uh, any of these small towns in northern Italy, like let let us know, like did, like how how many how many of these kind of modern conveniences do you not have, or is everything just normal and we're being stupid? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested, and we always wonder like what they look like on the inside. And one of the highlights of my trip was actually meeting. I have family in Italy, uh, like my I think it's my grandfather's cousin's daughter or something like this. So it's like my third cousin. To, say it again. I think it's my grandfather's cousin. His daughter okay so like loosely related uh but in your family yeah. like, but, but like third fourth cousin something like that but wait go backwards a little bit so how did this how did this start like before this trip how did you know about the existence of these people and had did you have any con- oh, that, contact a, with these people before yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a fair question so um when i was a kid she her name is vincenza she came to visit in the states but i was probably oh, like okay. six seven years old i do remember and um you know, as a kid, I always loved having like Italian family, like I have Italian mm-hmm. roots, which I thought was really cool. So I remember in high school, I took Italian class. I was terrible at it, but I did, I did like, I knew they lived in Umbria near Perugia. So I did like a bunch of projects about Perugia and Umbria. Like I was super interested in it. And as a kid, I always wanted to go and visit and meet them. Just never, you know, never did. Mm. And I was like, all right, I live in Europe now. I still never went. So I know that like she's friends with my mom on Facebook and stuff. With me too, I think. I don't, I don't really use Facebook, so I'm not positive. But um, yeah, we have to be friends. I'm sure we're friends. And uh, yeah, I hit her up, you know, using, she doesn't speak much English, so using a translator, you know, Google sure. Translator yeah, people. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. I'm your kind of cousin <laughs> and I'll be in Italy and I'd love to come visit you if you can. She's like, yeah, of course I remember you. I'd love for you to come visit. You can stay in my house, cook dinner for you, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, so nice, yeah. Great, all right. So it was our second to last day on the trip, and you know, let's let's go down to Umbria, which is very far from where we were. You know, we were all the way in the north. And Umbria is pretty dead center Italy, so no, it's a pretty long trip. Uh, we finally made it down there, and she's like, "Meet me here, send me like a pin location." And, and again, it's this old little medieval town. Mm. So we we found parking somewhere. <laughs> Um, in a field like <laughs> like it's on the side of a cliff <laughs> like five kilometers away uh, and then we went in it was obviously it was really awkward at first you know because her mom was there who has a bit of dementia and speaks some English and her son who speaks a bit of English was there but I don't think he was really interested in us in the beginning he's like my, my fifth cousin something like that uh, yeah but, <clears throat> but f- fair like imagine you're his age or at home and then your mom's like 
a uh, the cousin cousin of the cousin of the cousin exactly what tw- three times removed is coming by you're like okay I don't but care. dude no joke he comes downstairs and like his hair is back and like a bun like mine he has like, like a mustache and a beard he has his ear pierced like I do nice and, and a ring and I was looking at him, I was like oh my god like, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at a freaking mirror <laughs> this is Italian me this is Italian me yeah. he's like 10 years younger than me but like man it was really and Bobby's like holy shit maybe once he saw that on you maybe felt a little bit more of a connection. Like, like okay, this guy's... It, it uh, wasn't until like dinner and like the drinks started flowing a bit. You know, oh, okay. once you have some... Oh, by the way, I'm a wine guy now. I, I love Ooh. white wine. Yeah. Okay. Gotta change the t-shirt. I know. I know. I'm a wine guy, not wine a rye guy. guy. I'm not a rye, rye, rye wine guy. Wine guy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Italian white wine is, is incredible. And red wine too, obviously, but I drink a lot of white wine. Anyways, uh, you know, we had some wine then we, then we were talking to him. We found out we like the same music, you know, same bands and he's in a band and I was like, we're really bonded over that. And nice. Like, he's like, my favorite uh, vocalist, one of them is um, Chris Cornell. I was like, that's my favorite of all. Like, it was just really weird, cool, but awesome. But it, it is amazing, though, like how much of a conversation slash interaction you can have with somebody, even if there is a language barrier. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Like, like, yeah, I've had conversations with people before where it wasn't really a conversation because there was not as much to say. But like you can say enough and do enough hand gestures like where people, you still understand them, you know, in, in a yeah, way, you know, exactly. And, you know, we, we figured it out, you know, Bobby speaks Spanish and Spanish and Italian are similar mm-hmm. and her son speaks a little bit of Spanish. So like we, we figured it out. Yeah. And her English got better as the you know day went on. Uh, but then the next day she's like, I'm gonna take you out for breakfast and then we're going to go walk around the village and I'll show you around. Cool. And again, it's a small 1,500 year old village and we're walking down the street. She's like, this is Rosa who I guess is, some someone who's related to me, like my grandfather's cousin. Maybe it was like, maybe it was my grandfather's cousin. I don't know. Now their their last name is nothing like your no, last name, right? No, no, okay, no. so not even connected at all. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, and then she's like, "This is a house that your grandfather's parents lived in." But your actual grandfather, my oh. grandfather, because my grandfather was the first one in his family to be born in the states. But his two oh. brothers were born in that house who I knew, my great great uncles. Oh wow. Is, you, is your grandfather still alive? He is still alive. Oh, did you did you t- t- yeah, yeah. take send him pictures of this and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I oh. did. Has he been there? Uh, uh not in not in probably 15, 20 but, years. But he, he has been there though. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. They all stayed in the village before oh, my mom as well. And sure she was excited that you were able to visit, yeah. Just seeing it, you know, in person, I don't know what it is, but it, it kind of gave me goosebumps and it was just it was such a trip. And my cousin takes you back in time. Yeah. yeah. And Vincenzo's going around talking to all these people. He's like, blah, 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 Linda. My mom's name is Linda. Like, Linda, blah, 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 son of Linda, Linda. And like, ah, Linda. <laughs> and they're like all interested. Like, yeah. uh, the American family cousin who's feared to visit a tiny village. Oh, man. He took us around his old church. And like, it was just, it was a trip, man. Like, just like seeing my heritage and my roots in person. And like, it's not like it's just like a random old house. Like, it's a, like 1000 year old house that my, you know, grand, my great grandparents grew up in. Like it, just, it was just, it was so cool. And I had so much fun with my cousin and my other, her son, my other cousin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I was so happy that uh, Bobby was there to share that experience with me, you know? And it was just, I don't know. I, I, I my heart was so full leaving and I had such a great time. And uh, we also like, we made fresh pasta with, uh, with uh, oh, truffles, yeah. yeah. So I made some truffles with her. Like watched her cook. It's like I'm not the good cook. I mean, she's an incredible cook, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just a trip, man. It was an absolute trip. Uh, Italy, I I want to go back again. Do road trips through there. It's it's, it's just such a beautiful country. It's beautiful. Everyone's so nice. The food is great, uh, and just the views are just unbelievable. And it kind of made me sad coming back to Berlin here and looking around, and be like, oh, this is fucking ugly. Yeah, well, Berlin is literally as flat as you can get. It's I mean, flat, and as you know, it's not the most beautiful city in the world. But uh, I love it here, anyways. Yeah. There, there is nothing resembling a mountain for hundreds of kilometers around Berlin. Maybe like the landfill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for like our whole, yeah, our homemade uh, rubble mountains from World War II. But like, exactly by mountain, I don't know, is a forty meters tall mountain. Definitely not mountain. Uh, definitely not mountain. But but to us, we still call them bergs. It's still Teufelberg. Berg, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, it was definitely one of the best trips I've taken in my life. It, it was amazing. It was only a week, but man, it felt like such a long time because you do like something different every day. And, and each day you're, you're filling in like 10 different things. So, so you right. feel like you've been there for months. And yeah. like we, we spend most of our days in the car, really. We drive six hours a day, eight hours a day. But three. you're seeing amazing stuff, right? And we're just stopping whenever we want to, which is the beauty of road tripping. Uh, and it was funny too. So usually road trip snacks, you like chips, whatever. We got like, went to the grocery store. I got like 
an antipasti platter, you know? <laughs> I got some nice cheese. I didn't get a knife, so I like rip with my hands. And like some crackers and, like, and grapes. So like cheese, grapes, and like prosciutto in the car. It was like a road trip snack. So it was great. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like it actually reminds me of a little bit um, when, ooh, how old was I? I want to say uh, 2010, 2011. How old was I? I don't know. Like, okay, let's, let's say 12 years ago, whatever. So, like, most people probably won't believe it, but like, my mom's side of the family is from El Salvador, from Central America. Right. And yeah. And my mom was first generation um, um, in the U.S. as well. My both my grandparents are El Salvadorian didn't didn't move to the states um, until they're like 20s or 30s. And um, and yeah, my mom like, you know, only spoke Spanish when she was a kid, and then taught herself English, you know, as she got older. Very cool. I have all this heritage, you know, and like, and, and, you know, all these cousins and uncles and aunts that you hear about in El Salvador, but like they, you know, they, they don't, they can't quite don't have the money or the, the visa connections to, to visit the States. So like, sure, sure. um, and then finally, like we did want my grandpa organized a big trip where like me and all my cousins, he's like, no, you guys have to see, you know, where your family comes from, you know, and took us on a trip to El Salvador. Oh, amazing. Um, and it was the same kind of a feeling where it's like when you, yeah, you see the house where your grandpa you know, grew, you know, where his family is from or where he grew up or these are the fields that, you know, he used to, uh, this is the coffee fields he used to, um, you know, walk around in as a kid or, and you you meet all these cousins and aunts and uncles and second cousins and stuff. Yeah. And it's so cool to make that finally make that connection. So I know, I know how a little bit about how you were feeling, you know, And, and I think that's also probably, um, a fairly unique experience to Americans, probably Canadians as well. I mean, unless, of course, you know, you're Native American, but most Americans are not, unfortunately. Um, well, not unfortunately. You can be wherever you want to be from. Yeah, no, of course. Right. I mean, it's unfortunate <laughs> that not there's not a lot of Native Americans in America anymore. That's what's... Oh, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah. So I think a lot of Americans do have heritage from, you know, wherever, from their, their great-grandparents or their grandparents or even their parents. And I think uh, a lot of Americans really hold on to that. And you can discuss whether yeah you can discuss whether it's like too much or not too much yeah and I think um, we have on I think episode, we have talked yeah. about it I think it's a bit too much um, but if you are you know Irish or you're you know you're American but if your family came from Ireland and you have the means making a trip to try to find like that where your family's from and going there I never thought about it like that like you know as a kid I wanted to always but like until I was there I didn't realize what an impact it had on me I don't know it was like all these emotions came up which. It's kind of silly because it's just a house. I don't know my great grandparents. You know, it doesn't mean anything to me. But that was the house that he physically lived in, and he was hanging out in the street as a child. And you know, it's like it's like one thing to hear this on a piece or read this on a piece of paper or yeah. have a story. But yeah, say you're you you are an American and you find out, or you're like, yeah, I have Irish heritage, and then you go to the city that your 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 great grandfather was from. And then while you're there, you're, you know, there's a shop, old shopkeeper and he's like, Oh, uh, Ben, I remember Ben. And then suddenly you're meeting somebody who n- physically in real life knew one of your ancestors. And then that makes it all more, the real, more real. You know what I mean? Like that, uh, that's exactly it. Cause it kind of sounds like, um, it's kind of like fairy tales, right? It's like exactly. your family history is fam- like, uh, fairy the, tales. The legend, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, uh, and seeing a legend in life, just it's, it's a bizarre feeling. It's a really bizarre feeling. And I not expect to like be overrun with emotions like that. But it, it was really just, I was like, it was wow. It was really a wow moment. So I encourage anyone who has these roots and wants to look into it. Like if you can go to that place, do it. It's so worth it. I mean, you did it. I did it now. And yeah, and, it's and, cool. That's and, really cool. And you'd be surprised. Like I'm sure a lot of people, they're like, ah, I, can't, I, I can find these people on Facebook and reach out and everything. But what, 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 why would they want to talk to me or interact with me? You know, we have like such a loose familial connection, blah, blah, blah. Sure, you'd be surprised. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, my dad told me in the seventies, when he was backpacking around uh, in his twenties, he went to um, Norway. Like my my dad's side is from uh, Norway originally, yep. and it's like the most opposite of El Salvador. It's like super exactly. north, super south, exactly different continents. And this is like before the internet, so he like you know looks it up in the phone book, whatever you know, goes to Norway, and then as he's like he's already in Norway, he's like I think it was in a uh, near Drammen. He literally like goes in the phone book, calls up this person, like hey, uh, you know, I'm Patrick, I'm related to you via blah, 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 blah. Uh, hey, I'm in Norway. Any chance I can come by and just say hi wow. kind of thing? And they were like, yeah. And, and then he says, like, he showed up, like, just to say hi. And then they ended up letting him stay there, I think, like, three or four days or something like that. You and, know what and, I mean? And that's the weird thing, because, like, showing up to see Vincenza, obviously, I always know whenever I've talked about as a kid. But, like, for all intents and purposes, I was staying in a stranger's house, right? Like, it's, it's a stranger. I don't know her. 
Bobby no. doesn't know her. She doesn't know Bobby. Exactly. She, she met me when I was six <laughs> years old. Like you are, you're a stranger. You're a real stranger. But for some reason, because we have like quote unquote, you know, family, right? It's totally cool. Then it's okay. Yeah. But, but, but you're right. Like it's, 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 it's like one step above just knocking on a stranger's door. Just to be like, can I, <laughs> can I, can I come talk to you and have dinner with you? That's you know? <laughs> exactly. It, 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 and that's kind of the most bizarre thing about it. How, how welcoming they were. I mean, obviously they've, they've met my parents. She's not my parents and my grandparents. So it's not that, but to me, it, it, she's a stranger, not anymore. I hope I can keep that, you know, connection alive. Cause I had such a good time. Yeah. yeah. Once in a while, sh- sh- shoot her, uh, shoot her a message. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, anytime you want to come over, come over. I was like, absolutely. And I want, I want her son to come over to Berlin because he's 22 years old. Like, take your girlfriend, come to Berlin, man. Your English is good enough. We'll have a good time. Nice. That, that'd be really cool. Yeah. And there's, I mean, plenty of Italians in uh, in Berlin. So a lot of Italians. Yeah. Who would just send him over to to Matt's restaurant? True. He can just hang out there. And we'll see how good it is, right? He'll be the ultimate judge. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, Linda also co-owns a restaurant. She is Italian, so I think it has it has been judged. That's a good point. It is judged. It's judged. It's stamps. And the answer is approved. Thumbs up. Thumbs yeah. up. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, v- very cool. It sounds like a really cool trip. Yeah, it was. I, I, I did not expect to be talking this long about it, but, uh, no, it's fine. And, and I think, I think you were ready for a trip also, you know, I like, was very ready yeah. for a trip. I really needed to get out. Um, you know, you, of course you always love where you live, but you know, sometimes you just need to, you need, you need to escape for a bit. Yeah. It's and like, Bobby and I have been on trips with her and I in a long time and I, and I love going on trips with her. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Nice. And I think, you know, more, let's, let's do this. Like this episode doesn't have a topic, right? It has a moral though. The moral is, is, yeah. What is if, the moral? If you have family that you know about that you want to go see from far away, let's go do it, man. It's awesome. Yeah, if financially you're able to, uh, search out those roots because you'll be surprised what you find. Don't worry, I've got I've got enough left. You got enough whiskey left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds really cool. Yeah. Like that, that, that trip. Um, okay, what, what's happening is I keep looking at my glass because I, I once again forgot that we had a small bottle. So, yeah. And I like this whiskey, so I've just been drinking. And... And you saw, like, I was just about to take the final sip and then realize, oh, I need some leftover for the review. And I have just enough to wet my whistle for a review. Okay. Let's, uh, oh, um, let's, uh, again, we are drinking uh, Balcones Texas Rye or Balconies. I don't know. I don't know. Or Balcones or Balconies. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's Texas. So maybe it's got like a Spanish uh, flair in the name. Oh, bal- balconies. Balcones. I don't know. What? what, uh, what the- Accent was that? This was like Southern Texas. That, you know, oh, Balcones, Texas. I was, right. like, I was like, how is that a Spanish flair? It's not. No, it's not. It's a Texas, okay. right? I'm not going to do a Spanish accent. Okay. Uh, hundred proof. Yeah. So it's pretty alcoholic. Um, but yeah. not. Cheers. We'll talk about. It. Let's talk about it after we drink it. That's 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 the whole idea. Cheers. That's what we do. I'm gonna say, man, like it has a lot of different spices and flavors going at me, and I like it. It's good. Yeah. I, and, and it has more alcohol than usual, but I would say not too much at all. And no. I'm, I'm actually, this is going to, this is going to be a weird thing to say. Okay. In the aftermath of a sip, not the immediate, but in the afterbirth, I, I'm getting kind of like a chocolate milk flavor in my, in my mouth, believe it or not. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm getting the same thing. Okay. Like, like right now, like the whiskey's gone. You should have a little, little bit like my a, nose. Like I can, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Now that you say it, it's there. It, it's the taste like you drank a glass of chocolate milk like five minutes ago. Like you're yes, not, you're not, still, yes. you're not still drinking it, but you have like leftovers in your mouth. One hundred percent. Earlier when we took our first sip, I, I felt it. I tasted it, and I thought like, "Am I crazy?" Okay, it's, it's like it's like I just drink an alcoholic chocolate milk. What sounds or, or like, like a like Bailey's a or something or yeah, yeah, or Bailey. Yeah. Yes, it tastes like it's had a Bailey's. Yeah, but but again, the whiskey itself does not taste like Bailey's. No, we're all. talking about like the after 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 taste yeah, tastes like Bailey's. That's weird. Yeah. The whiskey itself, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's got a really cool spice to it. Uh, it is strong, obviously. Good burn, but, but again, not not not, not overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I I really like it. I like it a lot, actually. I I will drink this definitely again. Yeah, it's great. So, what are you thinking? I need I need you to say number first. <laughs> Why I, you say number first? No, because I'm I'm really up in the air. I don't know. I, I want to know if I'm really off. Just say yours. There you go. Over. It's in my head. Eight point seven. Eight point seven's fine. That's a fine score. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna go that high. Oh, okay. But I do think it's a uh, it's uh, a, another two. <laughs> this is a two. <laughs> now, if nobody saw it, uh, oh, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Keep right. going, yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, gross listener of the podcast, Simon, who we met, um, at the Podfest thing, right? Yes, he had the best, uh, response to your to your to, <laughs> to, to the last episode when you when you posted it to 
Uh, and then we posted the, you posted the the whiskey bottle uh, picture, and he, I can't remember what he said. He's like, he's like, does, he's like uh, where were you? Yeah. Does everyone remember where they were when they actually heard Alex give a two <laughs> to whiskey? So this is a two plus six, <laughs> along with the, with the assassination of JFK. Where were you? Where were you? <laughs> the landing of the moon on the moon, and then Alex giving something Osama below a five. Yeah, the death of Osama bin Laden. No, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it like an eight. Or you know, you know, no, like an eight point three. It's it's definitely more than. It's good. I like it. Eight point three. That was a lot of stumbling over my words. Eight point three, and I, I think we. We do give Rise a little bit of a just being a Rye kind of a boost <laughs> good. In, in, in terms of the score. Yeah, I think every Rye gets like an immediate extra little point. Extra. It's more of a bell curve for the Rise. No, but I mean, we've had a lot of Rise on the show. I, I I think it's a it's a really good Rye. Yeah, it is a really good Rye. And it oddly really enough, a, a Rye I've never heard of. Does this look familiar to you at all? This? No, no, not enough. I mean, maybe the bigger bottle I've seen, but no, not at all. Weird, but this, this Balcones also makes um, balconies or balconies yeah <laughs> um they, they also make a um a bourbon um and a, a, f- a few other uh varieties maybe uh in the future yeah i'm I'm, I'm putting um i'm putting them on my um on my list of things to try balconies yeah balconies seems to know what they're doing but that's your episode um <laughs> this was an episode it was we, an episode we, we talked about traveling in europe what do you what else do you want did all of you enjoy it what else did you want yeah, I mean, exactly. what, what more could you want other than the tale to of a beautiful trip <laughs> Speaking to you, listeners, do you like this? Do you enjoy it? Let us know. We love your feedback. We, we, we asked for feedback at the end, but the problem is by the end, nobody's listening. No one's here. If you're like, here... This is literally us talking into oh, the wait, void. Oh, wait. Should we do a secret word? Ooh, yeah. Do, do a secret word. All right. The secret word is jowls. Mm. If you hear jowls, send us God, a message. How do you spell jowls? And you're going to win... So, so, you're not going to win anything. So everyone via Instagram or our email for our website... Just jowls. Send us a message. Either just jowls or ask <laughs> just, us ask us something and then just throw jowls in there. J O W E L. I have no. I have to look this up. Jowls. Good. Good word. I don't know where that came from in your brain. I don't know like, either. It's a cool great, word. Great right? word. Haven't used that in forever. Really. Jowls. But everyone, yeah. Thank you for listening. Arriva Derechi. Yeah. And if any of you have had some interesting uh, trips or travels recently, yeah. Let us know. Send us a message. Send us a funny story about what happened. Love funny stories. <laughs> I love when people say it's something like that, but they say it like the most serious way. I, I love a funny story. I love fun, and I love funny stories, Jeff. I'm really fun. I'm a big fan. Let's end this thing. Let's end it. Stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, stay thirsty. There we go. Ooh, that was a good one. Hard. <laughs>